Hey, it's Neville here. And today I want to talk about a question I frequently get, which is how do I get paid as a freelancer? Literally accepting payments. Like once you get a gig, how do you accept the money? That was my life savings. So I'm going to need that back. I've got five simple tips on this. And the first tip is to start accepting simple payments. This means PayPal. This means Venmo. This means cash app. This means regular old checks, regular old wire transfers. These are the preferred payment methods for most companies. A lot of freelancers will think they need some fancy system that has invoicing and billing and everything, but then they get bogged down in these systems before they ever start freelancing. So I would say at first, start accepting something simple as PayPal. PayPal allows people to pay with PayPal directly or with credit cards. It's just simple, everyone knows it, everyone trusts it. It has buttons you can add, it has invoices, it has everything you need and it's basically free. So I would suggest that if you're getting started freelancing, do not worry about crazy accounting software and stuff. Just start accepting basic stuff like PayPal. Fun fact, my first product that I ever sold was all through PayPal and people literally just PayPal'd me money and I sent them products. Then up until a few years ago, I was billing very large companies, all my consulting fees, and this is hundreds of thousands of dollars of consulting fees a year, and it was through PayPal. There, It was literally a PayPal button, and you know what? It was fine. No one ever had a problem. They ever sent me PayPal or a check. It was just that simple. Number two, you don't wanna to try to look too big. So like I said, a lot of small freelancers, when they're just getting started, will try to make themselves look really big, like some big company and set up a fancy invoicing system and stuff. Here's the thing, a company knows you're small. That's probably why they hired you, because you're small and not big, and so therefore you're probably cheaper. They hired you and they know you're small and they don't care. So don't get too caught up in trying to look big and present yourself like some huge company when it really just might be you. Just accept the fact that you're a freelancer and most people are fine with that. Number three. This is my favorite way of charging someone and it's 50-50 payments. That means 50% upfront, 50% on completion. So if we're gonna do a project together and we haven't worked together, I don't really know you, you don't really know me, what I wanna do is protect myself, but I also wanna protect you. So we do 50-50 payments. That means as soon as we start this project, let's say I'm designing a sales page for you, you give me 50% of the money that we agreed upon and at the end, you give me 50% of the rest. This means there's a carrot on a stick for me to work hard for that money and also you are safe from me and I'm safe from you and everything. It works out great, 50-50 pricing. If I don't know how to structure a pricing plan with someone, this is how we do it. 50-50 pricing, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Number four, I have seen so many freelancers get hung up on this particular thing and it is tax issues. They're like, what if I make $3 million this year? How am I gonna file my taxes? What am I supposed to do? I'm like. Dude, hold on. <laughs> Those are good problems to have that you can always solve. But right now you've made zero dollars. So let's focus on getting some money before you start going down this tax rabbit hole. And here's the thing, I'm no accountant or anything, but at the same time, I've talked to a lot. You actually don't need to do set up a whole business to just freelance. In fact, for years, I freelanced just under my own name. I was just doing business as Neville Medora. You don't need to set up a special LLC. You don't need to do an S Corp. Unless you're getting bigger, then you need to do it. But once you're just starting, don't bother about it. Just start first, start making income, and then worry about that stuff later. And then number five, and this is what happens if a client doesn't pay. Now, to be honest, this has not happened to me as much. I think I just pick people that I trust to work with 
or I charge up front or I do my 50-50 payment thing. But I have had a few times, as well as other freelancers have had this happen a lot, where someone doesn't pay. And you kind of got to twist their arm a little bit to get people to pay. So I have a pretty simple process. And there's, there's basically just uh, basically three steps to it. First, you email them. Now, the reason I say email is because you want there to be a paper trail. So later on, you could say, hey, I requested payment on this date, this date, this date, and there's emails to back that up. Second, you email them, but then also make a call to them. I feel like if you talk to a person say like, hey, you know, I just ha- I noticed that the payment hasn't been made. I've been waiting for it. If you could please send it over. Almost every single time, this smooths it over. It's easy. No one's offended. No one's hurt. And they pay you pretty quickly. Then the next one and the third one is you call them out online. You usually don't have to come to this and this is not something I want to do, but I have done it before. And I learned this from my friend, Sam Parr, the founder of The Hustle. He's a master at calling out people online. And I'm talking big companies that owe him hundreds of thousands of dollars. He'll be like, hey, X company and tag them on Twitter. Be like, I'd like to talk to you about a non-payment issue, but I think you'd like to do it in private. Please contact me. And almost right away, whenever they make this public, the company gets off their ass and starts paying. So I'd say calling people out online is a pretty good way to get them to pay. But like I said, my my third tip in this whole series was do 50-50 payments. So some up front, some on the end. I think that usually helps solve the payment problem because what happens is for their first payment, they have to pay you. So they either have to set you up in their system or get you paid. And you know that if they pay you once, it's probably pretty easy to pay you again. So I like doing that first to avoid this whole confusion with non-payment. But um, I hope these tips help. Just to recap what some of these are, these tips on how do you get paid as a freelancer, like accepting payments. Uh, Number one, accept simple things. PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, checks, wire transfers. These are all really standard methods of payment. And you don't have to do anything much beyond that. Number two, don't try to look too big. They know you're a freelancer. Get over it. We all know that someone starts somewhere and using freelancers in this modern day is super common. It's not a big deal. Number three, use 50-50 payments if you're up sure. That's 50% up front, 50% upon completion. Uh, number four, don't worry about tax issues as much if you're just getting started. Once you start bringing in so much money, you have to file a corporation. These are good problems to have. And then number five, if they don't pay, the simple thing is first email them so you have a paper trail, then email them again, plus call, and then three, call them out online. Anyways, those are my tips on how do you get paid as a freelancer. I've been a freelancer for much of my life. I still do it to this day just to keep sharp. It's a great way of staying sharp, but getting the money is always a very important part of this, right? That's ultimately why we're kind of doing it. So these are my tips. Hope they help you and I'll talk to you later. This has been Neville Medora from Copywriting Course. I hope this helps. And if you ever want to get my personal advice from something, either talk to me live on video chat or live in our members only forum, we have a forum. You can go to copywritingcourse.com join, check it out, see if it's right for you. And I hope to see you inside. And if not, I hope you enjoy this video. Neville Medora from Copywriting Course. Talk to you later.